It is episode 23 and today we're going to talk about two new Netflix series starting with Shadowbone and then a new anime on Netflix called BNA along with some news that we heard over the past few days. This is Cheyenne and Mason. And here we are with Wednesday. So it's going to be Pop Culture Wednesday. What we are talking about is going to be Shadow and Bone and BNA. But first, we're going to talk about some news. So for my news, uh, I went to the store today and found out that all the pickled garlic is gone because of that one TikTok video of the girl putting sriracha and chili peppers and thyme into it. Now I got no time because there's no time to get garlic pickles because they're nowhere. And besides Cheyenne's garlic pickles, dilemma we also found out that mayweather and jake paul have signed a deal to have a fight i'm excited to see that because the youtuber is going to get beat up and then we also found out on netflix that the mitchells versus the machines came out this is a movie that was also made by the same studio that made this into the spider-verse some news that's new to us the minimalism uh documentary on netflix is actually pretty good you should guys could go and watch it for a little bit before we get to shadow bone or Shadow and Bone, my bad. I just want to say Captain Marvel 2 is trending on TikTok. Not TikTok. Fuck, it's Twitter. It's trending on Twitter for the most fucked up reason. Because the question is, which superhero film are you getting rid of? And everyone keeps saying Captain Marvel 2. Let it be known that Brie Larson did not have a lot of background on her character or who her character was going to be like when she played Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel. So give her a break. Jeez. Okay, now on to Shadow and Bone. So that came out on Netflix, I think, this year. We really liked it so far. The first episode kind of got us intrigued. Now we're just trying to pace ourselves with that. But this show has like this kind of fantasy vibe with some victorian aesthetics along with along with like a splash of pirate and cowboy it's going to be really fun to finish it so with shadow and bone it's like this war that's happening between two nations but they're divided by this big shadow structure called the fold and in that fold there's these monsters that gargoyles in a way and they take they kill anything that comes into the fold so they that's what keeps the two nations from directly fighting so the story is centered around this girl named alina starkov and she's a cartographer for the army but something happens that reveals that she's more than that i like the the actors that they chose for each character because they do play the characters pretty well so the dude that plays prince caspian in narnia um apparently hannah like fangirled out on that part but i didn't even know it was him mainly because i never watched narnia like at all i've never gotten you know the hype around it except for james mcavoy my impressions on watching the first episode to be honest before we even started the whole series I just didn't want to watch it. I didn't really find it very intriguing. And then Asen wanted to watch it, so I watched it. And I absolutely love it. I think it's really cool how they're separated into these certain classes. So there's the guys that are in the front lines. They mainly, you know, fight and stuff like that. And then you got other classes where they can manipulate certain elements, sort of like airbenders, but not really. Although there are people in there that can manipulate, like they can bend the air kind of thing. Anyways, it's really cool. I think you guys should check it out.
it out. Yeah, definitely. Because there's this one character, he's a general, but his whole magic or whatever he uses, it's basically the shadow that he uses as a way to defend himself and to like attack people with it. It's actually pretty cool. There's one scene where he kind of just takes a guy out. And you can see this guy getting taken out. And I'm just going to say right now, most Netflix series, like the acting is not even super good or even good in general. But this one, acting is superior. It is. And there's like some humor mixed in with it too. Some of the characters, they don't act all rough and tumble and like evil. And then they have like this humor feel to them when it, it's the right setting for that. Now onward to BNA. So the series follows Michiru Kagamori. And basically she's a beastman who used to be human. And um, yes, so basically in this world, there's the beastmen and then the humans. The beastmen are like the minority of the group, so they're being discriminated against. Um, everyone's prejudiced against them and all that. And they're forced to be on this city, like an island kind of, where they can just, you know, be their regular themselves. And she's trying to get used to that. And she's just trying to figure out who the fuck she is. That's pretty much what it is. I gotta say that BNA is probably the best one in that kind of style that I've watched so far. How do you feel about Ace? I like the animation. It's pretty cool. It got like this fully coolly kind of feel to it with like over-exaggerated fight scenes. It kind of pulls it back in with its whole whole uh, feel of like the setting you can relate to each character in a certain way and understand what their ideals why they are motivated to do what they do and the anime kind of touches on like the concept of discrimination especially with like different animals that are treated differently because they're either animals that were uh, like herbivores or carnivores and it's that city got this survival of the fittest kind of ideal or just like a norm or expectation from everybody there like each character is saying i'm just doing this just because i need to survive in this town and then it's the only way to do it even in their sports episode where we kind of plays baseball and that whole baseball thing it's like just a gambling ring that everyone cheats in order to, to win and they still eat even in that it's there's that survival of the fittest to for each team that plays yeah and then mishiro ogami i hope i didn't say his name right i probably did and by that i'm sorry anyways he helps um mishiro do like registration or something at this one place and she witnesses these two um beast men and they're like fighting and then they go into their beast form and then they're just like giant beasts sort of like i think they're maybe rhino and oh ox and a giant dog i believe but they start fighting and then what's his name shiru shiru yeah shiru tells her uh the strongest survive here and she's like but that doesn't make sense they're acting like beasts and he's like exactly because i mean he's not wrong especially when asen said that it was like a heavy on the survival of the fittest kind of thing because i mean that was like an example of what happens there because there's a bunch of people who believe that beastmen are like inferior to humans and stuff like that and then you have certain human groups that are like hiring these beastmen to turn their backs on the beastmen and try and like infiltrate the city and trying to like in a sense like fuck them over 
Because I guess the beastmen and the humans have like this treaty kind of thing so that the city has to be on its best behavior to remain undisturbed. I like how the show also touches on like topics of perspective. With one character, they see humans as like this fantastic, cool thing that they are, but she's never experienced it because she's lived in the city her whole life. And when they meet the other person, the other person has his own perspective as a beastman thinking that they're discriminated every day of their lives and that they feel sorry for them. That character, like, she goes to a party on the other side. She meets somebody who just automatically starts apologizing that humans are cheating, treating her, like, horribly, even though she's trying to tell the person that she doesn't, she's never experienced that, but she can never get that out because the, the person at the party is always cutting her off, which is basically just assuming based on her own perspective. And then the same thing can be said, can be said for the person at the party because they assume since she's this animal that she needs this certain environment, which is not true in the sense that they both need to breathe air. But when they do put her in like this environment that they thought was helping her like survive because they thought she was tired, it ends up almost killing her and they, they don't know what to say. It's like They say that they're just trying to help. But it's that perspective that kind of messes up everything because you may think that they're like this or like that their situation is a certain way but but in reality that that might not even be true so i love that how that anime touches on that and i'm really excited to see what other subjects it'll touch on as the season progresses so yeah if you enjoy this just follow us on instagram and tech talk and if you want to find our youth podcast you can find it on anchor fm dot we are ua podcast i changed it from under under awkward podcast because it was a little bit too complicated to say but you can find us on there on anchor fm anchor.fm slash we are ua podcast there we have the links to all the major streaming sites for podcasts um but yeah we are gonna end it right here i hope you guys enjoyed that give it a follow like share definitely share um right now we're gonna watch chef and get to the rest of our night. But thank you guys and bye-bye. Bye-bye.